Hi guys, it's Francesca. Just wanted to pop in and say we're really sorry about the audio quality for the first 40 minutes or so of the podcast. We had some technical difficulties. At least the part when we talk about United losing 7-0 to Liverpool is completely unaffected by our technical difficulty. Anyway, enjoy and we're really sorry again. Hello guys. Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Yes, welcome to another episode of When Football Met Soccer. We're going to talk about this week's, this weekend's games, as well as anything else we find interesting off the pitch, all the drama about the players, the managers, and everything like that. So, Hamza, where do you want to start? Do you want to do the Clásico? Yes, I want to start with Barcelona Madrid. I mainly watched the second half, so I think I missed kind of the like the, the first half, but I obviously I rewatched the highlights. It was a boring game. Uh, I remember the time Very when Very boring. Uh, yeah, I remember the time when Clásico was such an interesting game. It was so much skill. It was it was really nice, but now it's like a a really boring game. It's like more of a defensive game. Barcelona was very strong defensively, obviously. But I think it's more showed that Madrid was embarrassing. They didn't have a single shot on target. Super, super embarrassing. And they had their whole squad there. Versus Barcelona was missing three main players. Uh, Dembele, Pedri, and uh, I think Christensen as well. And they're Lewandowski, Lewandowski as well. And Lewandowski as well. So four really important players. Araujo did an amazing job. Owned Vinny. Uh, they were, everyone was making fun of Araujo because of what Rashford did. Mm-hmm. But now everyone's saying Araujo is amazing, he's great. But I think overall Araujo is amazing. And I know I've been talking about him a lot in this podcast. I think he's a really good player. And so Xavi knew that he didn't have a lot of uh, very... Like he didn't have his full squad. So he chose just to win the game. And I guess that's what mattered. I think we're just moving toward this pragmatic football of pragmatic soccer. Uh, people need results more than actually skill. And that's what we're, where we're at right now because we're thinking about Chelsea and all these games. And that's, I think, what, what Xavi was thinking because people need titles. People need to win titles. Right, and I think right. they, um, at the end, Barcelona did a good job because they were able to win in Bernabeu and, they, and to a team that everyone is scared of. So everyone is scared of Madrid, but Barcelona clearly isn't. To, yeah, because Barcelona was missing all these players, mm-hmm. it was definitely Madrid's game to win, right? It was, exactly. It was their game. If they couldn't beat, which they didn't, mm-hmm. Barcelona at this stage, it is embarrassing because yeah. you have most of your players, you've lost to Barcelona a few times already, yeah. so it's time for redemption. You are on a high from beating um, Liverpool, Liverpool yeah, in Champions League, right? But I think that like beating Liverpool, it just showed that Liverpool is so bad. That's why I was saying that we shouldn't look at that example and think that, oh, Madrid is so amazing. No, it's just that Liverpool was that bad. And before people said, oh, it's only the Supercopa in, held in Saudi Arabia. It's just not that important because they lost 3-1 to Barcelona. But now this is actually a Copa del Rey, which is important. And they still lost. So there is, there's still, there's still other two other Clásicos at least. So one in uh, one, another game for the Copa del Rey and another game for La Liga. But Real Madrid need to figure out how to do a better job. I think they're just not as good in midfield. Some of the players are old and they can't play the whole game. And Kamavinga, Chouami, have they've not been doing a great job. They lose the ball a lot. They, they are really good, but I think they need time to mature. Uh, Barca needs better squad depth. I think they can't buy players because they have so many problems already with La Liga. I think La Liga told them you can't buy any players anymore. It's I, I read that headline. Yeah, somewhere. I think the only thing they can do because Champions League is gone anyway. It's just focus on La Liga and give Torres and Fatih more of a chance to shine. I think Torres lately, he's, he's been not bad. He's the one who gave that assist to KCA. So you never know. Maybe he would improve. A lot of players, we right. write them off and then some, and then they come time, out of that. It's time and like these when you have major injuries and these players have to step up. Exactly. They either step up or they fail. Exactly. Right? Xavi really needs to give a chance to all these players too. Fatty, Fatty specifically because the guys, I mean, we can talk about like that thing, right? Yeah, like, but I haven't watched as many El Clasicos as you have, obviously. But it was already still weird to me to watch because they played, they parked the bus basically. Literally, After yeah. Madrid almost made a mistake with that first goal for mm-hmm, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. So they parked the bus. They played a very defensive game. They had way less than 50% of possession. And still yeah. won the game. Which is very... It it's not characteristic of the of way Barcelona, Barcelona plays. Yeah. And for Madrid to dominate possession, 
to keep trying to attack but mm-hmm. have zero shots on target. Just the whole thing just didn't feel natural to me. And on top of that, it was boring. So it just didn't have that much in it, like yeah. substance-wise. It wasn't very entertaining. It was very bizarre because the rules that Barcelona and Madrid usually have, the styles in which they play, mm-hmm. were different. But it was good to see Barcelona putting on such a good defensive play, right? Like, yeah. I know you don't like Busquets, but he defended no, no, pretty he's well. Good. He's good. So Bus- Honestly. Prime Busquets is amazing. Right. It's just that he got so lazy, he got old. But when Busquets, like Busquets, everything had to run and go through Busquets back in the days. And I think what Xavi realized is that he has them, um, like Araujo, Balde, Kunde. And either Alonso or Christensen are very good in the back. And so he needs to stick with these guys instead of having, I don't know, uh, Jordi Alba or something. Kunde is not bad, but he still has a lot of He's room young. to grow. He's young. Araujo did a great job with Vinicius Jr. He didn't shine like this with Marcus Rashford. I know. But he did pocket Vinicius Jr. No, he no, couldn't do good. much. And I thought Ter Sturgeon was amazing he makes great decisions in terms of whether he needs to stay back Mm -hmm. whether he needs to run whether he needs to punch the ball i think he's fantastic as usual obviously because offensively they were lacking players like gabby was a were a bit invisible you couldn't really see what they were doing Uh, but otherwise i guess the the most controversial two things that happened number one was the tussle between vinicius jr and frankie Uh de young which Ultimately led to a yellow card only for Vinicius Jr. Uh, Frankie De Jong is a fighter. He's always fighting with people. He just doesn't look like it. He's no, like some he white blondie from... <laughs> and, and his cheeks get all red. Do you see it? Yes, yes. But what most people, I think, didn't realize is that he did grab his balls as well. So it looked like that Vinicius Jr. was the instigator and he was much oh more God. violent. But right before he grabbed De Jong's neck... <laughs> Deo grabbed his balls and they just fell to the ground. It was reminiscent. It was a more PG version of what had happened between Ferran Torres and... And that Savic guy. And the other thing was how Ansu Fati's (sighs) deflection prevented Kessie's goal from going in, right? My God, that was so embarrassing. It happens to... Like, he should have jumped. I don't know why he didn't jump. And Kessie was, like, so upset. He was so shocked that it happened. Xavi's going to make him a defender now. Oh my God, and I'm pretty sure Xavi's gonna yell at him a lot. I think I don't know. I feel bad for the guy at this point. He was so good before the injury. Everyone thought he was gonna be. He was so much better than Vinicius Junior. But that seems like a while. Ago. I know. That was like I know. more than a year ago. I know. And right? I was saying on Vinicius Junior, I was like, this this guy sucks. But now Vinicius Junior is so good. Like you can't even compare him to Ancelotti. I think also anymore. Ancelotti did a great job with him. No, but even when Zidane was here. Even when his dad was that, but no, was, I'm saying he got much better. Yeah, that's true. I think he's he's really like a in, he's such an important player at Madrid. Oh yeah, especially when Bazima is not in. Yeah, form. like he creates so many chances. He's like he's like a source of uh, he's relentless. work. Yeah, relentless. Like someone needs to guard him. He's kind of like Mbappe. Like everyone's worried who's gonna guard him. That's kind of like Vinicius Junior as well. Like I don't know, like Benzema's not doing as much as he as he did last year, but I think Vinicius Junior is so good. Valverde as well sometimes. Maybe they should give Rodrigo more of a chance to 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 start as well. Yeah, you kind of forget about him. Yeah, and I think he's not that bad at all. But I think just Madrid is not as good as they should be. I don't know what's missing. I don't know what Ancelotti needs to do. But they're clearly not as good because they shouldn't lose to a Barcelona team like this. This just should be a huge confidence boost for Barcelona. Yeah, well, let's let's hope. Especially after the Almeria game. So. Right. And to end, did you see the post-match interviews by Ancelotti and Courtois? No, what did they Clearly say? very upset and saying Barcelona did not deserve to win. We were much better. They scored on a, on a mistake of ours, which was unfortunate, but they definitely didn't deserve to win. No one cares, man. No one cares about this. Yeah, because if roles were reversed, we don't care who deserves it. Oh my God, they're the team that just wins all the time and they get... Never des- des- quote-unquote deserves it. Yeah, exactly. Like Madrid and Chelsea, they're the, the, the professional when it comes to this. Uh, we can talk about Chelsea leads. Chelsea leads. 1-0 Chelsea finally <sighs> scores. Thank God. Let, let me look at the formation again because I feel like it's again it's completely different. Obviously, every single game it's a new formation, it's a new team that you don't recognize because there's so many players. Well, obviously because the Moroccan player is not on the pitch. Yeah, the Moroccan player is not on the pitch. Very upsetting, but 
then again, they're saving him for the important game. But now they're going to use this as a sign that since Ziyech didn't play, they were able to win. Oh my god, no, no, I don't think so. Because (laughs) you know who wasn't playing? Uh, Their beloved Rich James. Because I do think he's saving some players for for the Champions League. Because ultimately, Leeds should have been an easy game, right? Leeds is about to be relegated. They're like redefining relegation. But it was a super tough game for Chelsea. We have accepted the fact that Starting several games ago, there are no easy games for Chelsea. No, it's it was like Leeds could have scored multiple times. Yes, yes. It was such a hard game, especially in the second half. And I get that again. Joao Felix shot a, a ball that that like hit the post again. I think it's his third game where where this happens. But Koulibaly was good defensively. I thought for Fofana scored. I don't think it was really good like performance, performance from Chelsea. It mm-hmm. wasn't. It was very okay. Leeds could have scored any time. So especially in the second half. Especially in the second half. So it's a really good boost for their uh, morale, especially before Dortmund, which I do think is going to be a little bit of an easy game because Dortmund is also very okay. But I think the team still an needs a lot. An easy game for Chelsea. Yeah, it's in Stamford Bridge. It's. Dortmund is in the still in the title race. Yeah, but they were not that good. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, but you don't know how they're gonna turn it on in the, for the second leg. No, I think Chelsea has a lot of. Or it's just that they need to stop playing as a team. He made. He also made five substitutions already. So it's like a whole new team. Like that you don't. He has such squad depth that he can literally play a different team for the every, Champions League. Exactly, like he can. <laughs> and it would still be amazing. Chilwell is. Was not bad. I think he's I like, good. He's good. Like he's you see good. how he runs. Honestly, he's good. He's really. Not I bad. I think I remember you making some comments during the game that you you were disab- or you were unsatisfied dissatisfied with the way that he was playing. But I no no he was not bad. I think he used to be much better. The like, cor- uh, the goal prime. he scored was his corner. First yeah, of all. yeah 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 exactly yeah. And he he passed the ball into the penalty box for to Havertz a lot to even to Sterling. He he had some great passes in. It's just these. People in the fucking front cannot score. Yeah. But Chilwell, honestly, I think one of Chelsea's no, definitely really, better he's, players. He's really not bad. I don't see... I like Kovacic way more than uh, Fernandez. I still don't know. Enzo what. had a not a bad... I think the worst <sighs> was Pop. I would make the argument one of the worst was Sterling. Yes. Yeah, what was he doing? People hate on, <laughs> on Havertz a lot, but he doesn't have a lot of choices. He's either Havertz or Aubameyang and... I don't know. I would take Havertz over Aubameyang, to be completely honest. But I think Kovacic is much better than Enzo Fernandez. He was injured, obviously, for a while. Uh, Enzo Fernandez, I'm still... No, but this wasn't his game. Yeah, he's... This wasn't his... This game wasn't about him. Like, it's not like when you used to watch Xavi or Iniesta or even Busquets, you'd be like, oh my God, everything goes through him. He's so good. He's such an important midfielder. I don't see that. You see what I'm saying? Like, but it's rare to have players like that. You're talking about once-in-a-generation players. No, no, no. But there are midfielders that you like. This, okay, even give me Liverpool. Ex- give me an example in Premier League. This season. This season, I... Hmm. No, this is... Pedri is amazing. No, in the Premier League, I In said. the Premier League. I think I it's know. Arsenal. Yeah, Arsenal. Yeah, that's so true. Odegaard. Thomas, uh, no, and Thomas uh, Partey. Well, Odegaard as and, well. He's a captain. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. That's through. a great example. Yeah. Yeah. Child, like uh, Arsenal has really good midfield. I mean, the you see how the ball moves from the midfield to the front. It's really smooth. Chelsea, I don't see that. Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm just not. Maybe I should just look at watch the game again and follow Enzo Fernandez what he's doing. Maybe. Yeah, but yeah. I, he's. I. He, I don't think he's at that. Plus, he he's still relatively new to the team. Potter doesn't seem like he has a very clear vision of what he's doing, and so it's very hard for a player. Yeah. To kind of slot themselves into a. A very smooth way of playing, very aesthetic, very, you know, because Potter himself, I don't think he knows what his style really is at Chelsea. That's true. That's and, but true. at this point, I don't think the fans or anyone cares about that. They just care. They, just they want, got the three they points. Just the three it, points. It, honestly, it doesn't matter. Uh, I saw Todd Bowley uh, in the stand. see how he is? Every time. He's so ridiculous. He, he's a bit weird. He's like on his phone. Like He's checking like, the scores of the other games. I'm like, oh God. Why this, does it matter? This game is so boring. Chelsea never scores. And what he was wearing? Oh my no? God, he looks like a pu- in this really ugly puffy jacket. Wasn't he wearing like a hat or like a... I don't remember. But he's always kind of like dressed like that. I'm like, do you have a lot of they money? Are, he's you like, dress he's a little like bit the, more like Ryan Reynolds? He's the kind of billionaire. No, but he's a real billionaire who doesn't know how to dress well. Yeah. I mean, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds is, is not, not a billionaire. billionaire. So he's not that rich. He's the people who dress well, not the richest. 
Uh, I don't know. Depends. Elon Depends Musk does not dress well. Jeff That's Bezos true. does not dress well. Bill Gates does not dress well. Mark Zuckerberg does not None dress well. None of them dress well. Yeah, that's true. You got if you're especially Elon Musk. If you're that rich, you don't dress well. <laughs> that's true. They want to look as poor as possible. Yeah, especially Elon Musk. You know, he wears t-shirts all the time. No, he's like he has a very particular way of dressing. No. Yeah, yeah. But at least no, no. But come on, Jeff Bezos dressed. He had well. a glow up. No, 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 no. Because he no, had a glow up so... after his divorce. Yeah, no, but no, even before. He was so not fit. His glow up, Jeff Bezos' glow up happened way before. Like he's like I'll show you like I'll show you pictures okay, like so, so, really so, so po- post glow up he, yes he improved but pre glow up yeah no, he was, not so he great like a, he was like very nerdy nothing against nerds we're the biggest nerds but uh, like it's we know, also are not worth like a hundred billion dollars and I have true. to face the public all the time so nobody gives a fuck about yeah. what I look I, like I probably I dress like a, if I go to a Chelsea game the camera's not panned on my face so. I wouldn't care though, but it's it's fine. It's just the guy looks like he doesn't he doesn't fit. I don't know. I feel like it's not yes. his place. Although he doesn't look that American. Like if you told me he was some Brit, I would be like, yeah. He looks Russian. Okay, I don't know. You're just thinking about the previous owner. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but yes, I think he was very happy about that. Honestly, Chelsea just needs to to win yeah. to have a few wins. We know that we're writing off the season already. Exactly. But, but you can't just keep losing every game. You gotta have. I I just wonder how much time they're gonna give him before they bring someone like Luis Enrique or Zidane or because oh. there are boats available and they could bring him. I don't know. Zidane? This is not gonna be. This is not gonna be his. He like he's still gonna lose a few games. So I don't know what Todd is. Honestly, thinking. my bet is that they're gonna stick with him until at least the end of the season. I think I'm going to give him the preseason and start because know. all this back and forth about all these rumors thinking, oh, when's he going to leave? When's he? It's just it's so tiresome. It doesn't happen. We keep thinking, oh, this is the all this is the last game. It must be a horrible job. Though. Yeah, this is the last game they lost, and now that's it. He's going to get fired. Doesn't happen. Okay, then he loses another game. Still doesn't happen. Would you ever want to be a coach? I probably wouldn't want to. No, that's why I'm doing this podcast. Yeah, but like. Well, you're not making the money that he's making, obviously, but it's still like, it yeah, seems like a lot of pressure to make that kind of money because everything you do is scrutinized. You can never. I think sports in general. No, but it's even worse than a player, right? And there's no stability. No, no I'm saying managers and. In... Yeah, yeah, it's, and there's no stability, right? Yeah, there, we we think about a few coaches that like like Simeone and all these people who have been with the same team yeah. for years. Yeah, football. But those are like the exceptions. Yeah. Like, imagine right. you have your family and every time you have to move from one place. You know me. I hate change so much. But every time I have to true, move from one place to the other. Football is, is a sport where managers, the norm is just to do a couple years, one, two years, and then you're, you're out. I guess it's good for you when you get fired because you get that money, right? They probably have to buy you out for your contract. Yeah, but it doesn't look good for your for your portfolio, for your reputation. I don't know about that. People get fired. And these like, coaches, I'm pretty... Uh, no, but these coaches, I'm pretty sure they're not just doing it for the money they're doing yeah, it for the true. ego they're yeah. doing it to because they would have stopped ages ago no exactly do you see you can't even just think about how much Pep Guardiola is worth probably I don't know. it's probably some million. insane amount yeah 100 million but he's still not so he could retire be very happy but yeah I not. think I think a reasonable amount would be 50 to 100 50 to 100 you could probably retire and invest and just not do anything else but I guess I don't know I feel like I wouldn't put up with that pressure like you, you remember we watched that thing on Amazon Prime about um, Arsenal. What is it? All, all or, or nothing? nothing. Yeah, and his wife, like Arteta's wife, was talking about how he's so stressed all the time, and it was like the season last season when they were not as good as this season. Honestly, and he had such a hard time. Poor guy. Arteta, he still looks fine. Like there are certain coaches know, that really look like they aged. No, no, I know, but like he, because he hasn't been on the job for a while, but he actually had a hard time. When he first started with Arsenal, they were losing a lot. Well, he's also One yeah. after the other, one after the other, but no, uh, people just forget that they were losing all the time, but this year they're amazing. Anyway, speaking of Arsenal, so Arsenal-Bournemouth, let's talk about that. Oh, fantastic game. It was a great game. It delivered, for sure. The second fastest goal in history of Premier League, mm-hmm, eighth mm-hmm. or ninth second. Mm-hmm. And so you have one in the within the first minute and you have a goal last minute within the last minute oh. as well. Honestly, I think the whole game after, even when Bournemouth was 2-0 up, you just felt like Arsenal kept pressing and it was inevitable that they were going to score. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People are saying, well, maybe it's problematic or it's worrisome that they go down and they have to chase back 
the three points way more than they were doing perhaps the first it half of the season. I agree a little bit. But at the same time, you know, players get tired. We're towards the second half. We're in the second half of the season. Can't really expect players to be on form and to dominate games week in, week out, all mm. the time, mm. right? Like, And they've been competing in Europa League and everything. And so it makes sense that they, they can't dominate all their games like that anymore. I don't think it's particularly a bad thing that they have to, but... But it is a bad thing. I, like, you can see two goals, and I think their defense, they have to do something about defense. I get that their midfield and offense is really good, and they're doing such a good job, and their energy is amazing. It's like a winner energy. They're always coming back. It's like last minute. It's like you can't make this stuff up, right? Like, 97 minutes. They celebrated like they won the league. I know. Like, it's... Like, everyone is saying on comments I'm reading, it's the best game, best game I've watched of Arsenal in ages. This is, like, if you were a, a fan, it's the best feeling. I right? mean, those it's are like the, the types emotional, of... Right. The emotional these wins, goes, it's, these it's wins the feel better than the 6 nils. Exactly. Know? It's like you're, like, directing a movie and you're like, what am I going to do? I'm going to put the goal at the last minute. And it's a really nice goal. It is. 97 is. minutes and the, the goal is so nice. And On he was a substitute. Foot. And he On was a substitute as he well. He hasn't been having a great season. He comes in... And then he scores on his left foot. He's a right footer. Really good, really good score, really good energy. But it shows, I think it's not just that they have a winning mentality. It's just that it's they're lucky. It's it's their year to win. It seems like everything It's going is, their way. Yeah, it's, everything's going their way. Which is fine. Like uh, being an Arsenal fan probably was frustrating for years. But now we, they, they're probably so happy. They're probably going through all these emotional roller coasters and feeling super happy. I still think that they need to figure out why they're conceding so many goals at the beginning. It's great that they're able to come back. It's really good. I think that shows amazing skills. A lot of teams can't do that. Man City can't do that. Barcelona no, can't do that. Not, not yeah, a lot of teams. Most teams can't do that. They have like this Madrid energy, this Liverpool a little bit energy. Liverpool had this in the past before. United as well. It's Arsenal and United who have this ability this year, it seems. Yeah, and they have all these young squads. Like, just watching them is so fun, right? Like, it is. It's, it's really the fun. most entertaining team to watch. Exactly. They're so Definitely. skilled. Definitely. And I think it really is what we keep saying is that they have such a strong midfield. Yes, yeah, it's like a Barcelona, but like more fun to watch. It's like a Barcelona, because, more offensive, more right, fun to watch. Because they're, they don't... They pass through the middle a lot more. And they're faster. They're more. They're faster. They're more creative. Mm -hmm, they find mm -hmm, more spaces. Mm -hmm. They always find spaces. If you compare it to City, which is a kind of the opposite, yeah. where where they they just keep trying to do the same passes, and you know th th that quote that's like, "What's the definition of insanity?" To do the same thing over yeah, and over yeah, again, and expect a different time. result. Yeah. Right. That's basically how I feel like City plays. They play the same way over and again, expecting that they're going to score in one of those passes. No, you're not. You, you need to change yeah. something. Arsenal, though, it seems like every time, every game they play, they don't have the same exact way of playing. They're not that predictable. And they find, the midfielders find bases in, in the middle and, and pass. And I think, honestly, the most irreplaceable player is Zinchenko. There's, there's no one on yeah. the bench that uh, can on, replace him. Uh, on the back, he's like the, the one that yeah, plays well. Saliba is like, he Gabriel, goes up I'm not super lot, convinced. Yeah. And he, he plays really well with the midfield as well. I think Zinchenko has been... And you know the way he celebrates? It's like he's been there for years. That's true. He's their biggest cheerleader. Yeah. I, I feel like he's in love with this club. He, he yeah. fit in he really yeah, well. Yeah, he adapted really And well. like we said, Odegaard... And Ramsdale goes, has been doing well. Ramsdale, is, I think, uh, is not bad. To be honest, no, I'm, no, not, did, I'm not that convinced He by has some nice saves this, the, 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 this game. Yeah, no, no. I think he's good. When I compare it to a lot of keepers, when I compare it to Edison, uh, I'm mm. sorry. Like, he's, he's really okay, not bad. Okay, I'm, I'm still not... On the fence, though. I'm I'm a little on the fence, but I'm not quite sure. I'm not I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying he's not you know at a, at a super 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 high level. But yeah, Odegaard, he's doing a great job as captain. I think he holds yeah. the team really well together. He's so young; it's crazy. Super mature. Very mature. Mm -hmm. He holds the team well. Really, I think the the team spirit is also a lot to do with the captain as well, right? Like That's how true. how I do agree. you how do you coordinate and how do you support your players on the pitch, off the pitch, and everything? Honestly, like I'm rooting for them to win the Premier League. I really hope they do. Honestly, people keep trying to come up with these win probabilities of who's gonna. I think it's pointless exercise but i really think arsenal has it in the bag there's always people going to say well you know you can never write city off because they can go on these even, winning streaks even mm. the city fans are not as good like they got a bit complacent wasn't guardiola saying something about the fans yeah but yeah ago? yeah but i do think that these teams city hasn't won as much as madrid has right but i do think there is a 
little yeah. bit of fatigue in terms of we've won so much. Yeah, but Madrid's fans never give. No, no I'm not talking about the fans. I'm talking about the players. Oh. So it's like. Oh. Wait, wait, even that Man City players haven't won that much. Yeah, but they've won like four times. Like the ones who have been with Pep for his entire tenure, they've won four titles. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if you don't win Champions League. I'm no, sorry. but I'm just saying. You can't be an amazing team. I understand that, but I'm just saying they've team. won a lot. They've broken a lot of records. Yeah. So it's like, okay, at a certain point, you feel like... Francesca's still a bit emotional about it. I'm so. okay. I'm okay. I honestly think, because I really like Arsenal as a team, which is... Almost blasphemous to say. It's like a Cinderella story. You can't just you you, you want. It's to not a them. Cinderella story, but it is. It is. A but bit. Arsenal is a very. I think it's a very likable team. I really like Arteta. I think I hope he is successful. And when he's happy for his team, you just want to be happy as well. And the players. The way they celebrated was amazing. Yeah, I honestly, it's like it's I like the league it. was over. Oh my, they they had just. I wonder the how they're gonna celebrate once they win the Premier League. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move to the boring team. So That's yes, what we're gonna call it. Man City Newcastle. Like, it was boring again. City two nil. I'm still. I think like most of the games that we've talked about, I'm not very convinced by their performance. Even when they win, they give you the impression that they're losing a lot more than they actually are. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it feel like mm-hmm. they just keep losing, even mm-hmm. though that's if you look at their record, it's not like they're losing every single because game. you don't like the games they, they you yeah, watch. Yeah, it's like, just like you feel like the performance is not great. Yeah, because it's like where's there's when you compare the way they play versus the way Arsenal play. <sighs> Arsenal is just. It's inspiring when you watch them play. City, you're just like, oh, okay, I could just fall asleep. Do these and, people even want to win? Yeah, and Haaland, again, frustrated. I don't know if you've seen him. Yeah. Honestly, he was kind of invisible, except the shenanigans. No, no, he the- was frustrated at the other place. You, he, next time, just watch him, n- not passing to them. Sometimes they shouldn't pass to him because he's not in a great position. But you can see that he's moving his hands in a yeah, yeah. frustrated manner. At least he gave an assist. So. Yeah, but his frustration is is seen across everywhere. I mean, like, look at the way that, that can't he, be a good he thing. pounced on the player. Yeah, and you know, at the very good. end, they were trying to waste time. And so he got himself, like, so many corners with that with that. I know, that was player. very stupid. I saw that. And, and then, then he, got the, the, he got the other player. Wait, and he was so happy. And he was like, the crowd was so happy. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> the look okay, on his face. sure. Like, you should play the game. I know there's four minutes left. Like, it wasn't just, like, 20 seconds. It's actually four minutes left, and he was doing it, and he did it three times. So, I don't know. If I were you, I would want to score. Like, that's yeah, a good team. A right, good team right. always wants to score, even if they're up and they're, like, winning. Like, that's yeah, the Man City that I we... I think he still wants to score. There's no doubt Foden was really great. He, he, really good goal. He was the best player on the pitch. I think he had a really... He had a low point uh, after he was a little bit injured and all that yeah. drama with Pep, but I think he's getting his mojo back. He's definitely been decent the last couple games. And the Grealish is also, you know, still pretty he's, solid. He's, I think he's the only constant now. Yes. And, and to be honest... Grealish and Mahers are the only constant. Well, Mahers doesn't play all the time, but at least Grealish, I think... I, surprisingly, you wouldn't think that he would be the only constant, or the only player that plays... Because we also wrote him off. Uh, oh, a yeah. few months ago, like, wh- why did you buy him for a hundred million dollars? No, it's the problem is is the price tag. Imagine if yeah, it was you know twenty true. million people wouldn't be talking about. That's that. why if I were a player, I wouldn't want to be bought so for like pressure. so much money. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, the spark that's really missing from Man City after you watch them every week, you feel like something's really missing. Yeah, it's the team spirit. Yeah, it's the togetherness. It's the all of that stuff. But I also think it's just midfield is so weak. This That's season. true. It is yeah. so weak. When you watch Arsenal, which is the antithesis of that, which is they have a strong midfield that they're able to coordinate with all the players on the pitch and all the balls go through the important players in the mm-hmm. middle. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. It's like something's really lackluster. Like Chelsea, like, you know, United, when it works well, when they counterattack, they can do that. City is just... De Bruyne is the shadow of what he was. Rodri has his good moments, but he's... You know, he's a great player, but I don't think he's excellent Go, every week. Gundogan is okay. No, no, I don't think he's that great this year, even last year. And Bernardo Silva just wants to leave, I feel like. So he yeah. did come in and score a goal. Yes, he made a difference. But the midfield is just... Defense was decent. I, I am th- noticing Ruben Diaz more. He's really good. Ruben he's Diaz good. played really well. Mm-hmm. Even Walker today was, was yeah, not Walker bad. Yeah, Walker played really well as well. I've noticed that as well. But did you see, finally, did you see Pep? Squatting on the Gatorade no. cooler. Oh yeah, yeah. I he saw just, it. I saw at, it. In the last like 15-20 minutes, he was just sitting like this on his. 
He doesn't I, look very happy. I feel like he wasn't happy about yeah. this. If I were him, I wouldn't be happy about City. But it's a tough game still. It's like Newcastle. So it's not like an easy game and they still want 2-0. But, I mean, yeah. Newcastle's going through a, a rough time. I don't having, know what's happening with Newcastle. Yeah, it's just that they, they need to score. They, they It's like the Thai team. They've been tying, tying, tying. But once you get to really good teams, they're going to score if you don't score. And yeah. that's what's happening to them. And they also can't come back. They need to learn how to come back. Like you can't be down against United and lose. Like the morale must be shit right now. Their top players like Almiron and Bruno Gimares. They had just haven't been that good. Why don't they start Isaac more? He's really good. I like him. Yeah. I really liked him a lot when he was a Real Sociedad. He's like, he's like, he's kind of like that uh, that Moroccan player. Abde, he just makes a lot of noise. Like he's like Vinny. He's like it's like he's gonna create he's a, wild, a bit of a wild card. Exactly. It's like you 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 have to see what he's gonna do. So they should start him. Yeah, more. I don't know why. But uh, and Trippier not that great recently either. I don't know what's up with them. Yeah. I think they don't really have that much of a chance in top four if they continue like this. There so. was the, everyone was saying Trippier was the best right back in the Premier League, but I mean I think he's performing. He performed really well, uh, but recently I don't know what's happening with the team. Yeah. I want to talk about Brighton or and West, Ham. West Ham. Actually, both. To be what honest, what was this? What was this game more about for you? How bad West Ham? How poor they were? Or oh, I think how good Brighton? Oh, is? how good Brighton is! It's just like I would it's, agree. Yeah. it's a one-sided game. I mean, they had zero shots in the second half. Like they barely had any possession. Brighton was so much better. It's like superior. They they're also a team with a pretty strong midfield. Yeah, they're superior in every way. Yeah, like Mitoma was fast, fantastic. Even McAllister, I know you don't like him, but no, no, no. Yeah, I think he's out of the out of the the Argentinian players. I really don't think he's bad because because especially the last two games of the World Cup, I thought he was fantastic. To be honest, I'm a little. I maybe I get hate for this. I think McAllister is a better midfielder than Enzo Fernandez. Completely agree. And I saw that in the in the World Cup. I agree. The final McAllister was a beast. He was yeah. so important. Mitoma was fantastic. He basically owned that player. What's his name? Ben Johnson. Mm-hmm. He destroyed him. It was so good. Their players, their defense, West Ham, they're not that bad. Like Ogbona, Agur, they're not. They were he not played really Agur again. Yeah, he played Agur. He wasn't that bad. I think he was okay. Mm-hmm. It's just that I think. Paqueta was not great. Rice was not great. I think the problem West Ham was midfield and offense. Not even the defense. It's just that they lose the ball a lot. They don't come back to, to help the players. They can't back. link up their passes. Yeah. They can't link up their passes. They're, 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 and, and at the end of the day, you just can't compete with a team like Brighton. It, it looked like it was superior in every way. It was a way better team. Like, even the, if you go like, on YouTube and you like, look at the fans, what they're saying and all that, everyone was saying Brighton is so good. Brighton is so Honestly, good. There's yeah. nothing we can do about it. So I think, and he also changed formation apparently. David Moyes, the formation from the first half to the second half, he changed it. Was I think four four two, and then four. Yeah, it became four four two, and it was four two three one. Barahma is, is is really bad. I think he did. He completed three passes in the first half. It's kind of like embarrassing. I I don't know. Like the the player that scored because they won four zero in the previous weekend. You remember? And now they well, lose four yeah, zero. They haven't lost 4-0, I think I saw, since more than 10 years ago. Really? I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't see that. But honestly, at this point, maybe they need to sack David Moyes. Because I don't know what else he can do differently. Like This is this is the best squad he could have played with all the stuff that he has. But they're still not delivering. Maybe it's something about... the like Brighton like, is a tough team. Brighton is a tough team. But yeah. I think at this point, if they stay with the way they are, they're probably going to get relegated. Leeds yeah. was way better. Like Leeds and even the, the team that I can't pronounce that played Arsenal. Bournemouth. Bournemouth. I, I was able to pronounce it right now. Good job. Thank you very much. I'm impressed. Mm-hmm. Um, I am too. Like they were way better than, uh, than West Ham. West Ham was just... And they had like, I think some ridiculous possession number. Anyways, it was a really bad game. Brighton continued to be impressed. Even after they've lost all their players, they've lost their coach, but such a good team. Yeah, whatever Graham Potter was doing, the new coach is continuing and... The new coach was not even in the thing. He was, I think he was banned or something. So uh, he was watching from the... But the... can we also talk about how Rice is still supposedly worth £100 million? Pounds? Yeah. I'm, He's not I lo- doing a good job. I love Declan Rice. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Love him. He is such a sweetheart. But... 
don't really see him playing like a player that's no. worth a hundred million pounds. But, I mean, I know we talk about this with Grealish. I know we talk about this no, Enzo Fernandez. No, but then again, you're seeing him in a team that's not great. No, but he plays with so, England. No, 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 I understand. But in England, he was really not bad. I He's just better. think that when you're in a team with a lot of other players that are not to your level, you just blend in and everything looks bad. I don't think necessarily that's true. Uh, like it, you have a hundred million pound player. I mean, he's but not you're really in hundred million pounds. But you're in the relegation zone. Yeah, but a player can't just like change the whole. If team. you're no if you're if you're a strong enough midfielder, yes, you can. No, no way. I think so. But he, but he's not like a player. I think you you're gonna be like that if you're uh, like you're like uh, someone who scores goals. Because you save them last minute. If you have a lot of technicals, can you able to dribble and go from one half to the other? I agree to, to an other. extent, but that's what I'm saying. He's not worth a hundred million pounds. Maybe he's not. I agree. Maybe he's not. But in any case, I think if the team is going is is gonna like say the way they are, I think Edgar needs to leave. I really hope he does because apparently before his his fuck ups, Liverpool wanted to buy him or he's looking to buy him. Edgar, Paqueta. I mean, Paqueta is okay. Honestly, it, I don't know. Declan. Yeah, I think Edgar and Rice. I mean, Declan Rice is definitely leaving. Yeah. Honestly, Agurd is really good, in my opinion. Even with his fuck-ups that game, overall, I think he's a very good defender. He's, a very, he's better than a lot of defenders. Liverpool definitely needs someone like him with the, the, the defenders that they have right now. So I, I hope he gets bought by because I, I, have, I don't have a lot of faith in West Ham. I mean, either. I don't think a lot of people do. I think their fans are very upset it's, right now. It's going to be very hard to fight relegation with all those teams fighting. Leeds is not bad. All these teams there are not bad. Yeah, even... even Bournemouth today. Yeah, even Bournemouth The today, way they fought the, Arsenal. The goals they scored are really nice. And they, they scored with 20% possession. Yeah, and they were going to score the third one. The crumbs, they actually yeah. saved them a few yeah. times. So, I don't know. Um, a little bit disappointed, but great for Brighton. I just love watching that team. I hope Mitoma goes to a bigger a bigger team. I really hope so. Yes, he's, he's one of the few... He's probably the best Asian player in the Premier League this season. For sure. I mean, Sun is just no, underperforming. No. So disappointing He's today. Definitely the another best loss. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I would say Matoma. Arsenal has another Japanese player. Yes, but the, he's not defense. as good. Yeah, he's not as good. Matoma no, is fantastic. I don't think so. So, wanted to talk about two Moroccan players to watch. Yes. Always. We always. Are we, are we gonna are we gonna make this uh, like a, section. A, a segment every week? You're gonna run out of players. A section or a segment. It's a segment. But you're gonna <laughs> run you're gonna run out of players very soon. No, you never know. There's like Moroccan players grow grow oh, on Jesus. trees. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Alright, okay. so this Who one Who do you want to spotlight? Anas Zaruri. And I'm only gonna talk about him just because uh Man City is playing Burnley in the FA Cup. Mm. Pep Guardiola's gonna play um Vincent company. company. Yeah. Who it, he said will be Man City's I think so. Honestly, manager it makes, one day. It makes it makes a lot of sense. He only started, I think, eight months ago or something. Well that's what I'm saying. He doesn't have that much experience. He needs to prove himself out. Yeah, I thought he has more experience for some reason. But anyways, Anas Zaruri only joined Burnley in August 2022. He's he has ten goals, four assists, and the guy is twenty-two years old. I don't think you've, I, you have you seen videos of him? He's really not bad. And company is so happy with him. So the way this thing happened is because, I mean, Harit, uh, this, um, this winger at Marseille, really good player. He got injured, really bad injury yeah. right before the World Cup. And mm-hmm. it was really bad because he's still not playing until this point. And then the Moroccan Federation scrambled to find a player. And I think he, at that point he was Belgian. He was not even Moroccan. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. went and he's Moroccan origins and all of that. And so they... They were able to get him to play for Morocco. He barely got any minutes because he never played, I think, a game with the team before. But he's a really good player. I think he's going to be very good for Morocco. And I think at some point he's going to leave. Is he a winger? Yeah. Okay. He's a left winger, I think. He's he's a really good player. He scores, assists, I think. Are we going to have a Zerari Ziyech duo? I, th- I think I think he might, but then again, Ziyech at, at his prime, he was really good. But this guy's super young; he's twenty-two years old, so we'll see. But I think it's a good. He's fitting in quite nicely because to come in August twenty-two and also fit in the champions championship, which is not easy. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing. He he said I'm. He said in an interview, I adapt super quickly. I'm very happy that I'm here, and like it looks like he's adapting really quickly. Well, that's great. Well, most likely we're gonna see him in the Premier League next season. With Burnley or with another team. Doesn't you matter. think he's going to move already? Yeah, not, not already, but at some point, if he keeps doing well. Oh, I'm just saying, like, in the media. Because I feel like Burnley is one of those teams that go up and go down. Oh, that's go true. Up, like Sheffield United. Is there just, like, at the level right 
too too high exactly. for the championship and too low for the Premier League. Exactly. So they just keep going back and or forth. Or Norwich. Norwich was the same Norwich. Up, down, up, down. I, I forgot the team that did this. Anyways, great player. The other young player I want to talk about is Abde. Abde. Abde is Zazuli. Born in 2001. Oh my God. Can you believe it? 2001. The guy is 21 years old. He used to play for Barcelona. He's on loan from Barcelona to um, another, to Sassona. So he's not from the school, but he's like from this random team in the Segunda Liga called uh, Hercules, I think. Really great winger, another very good winger. He scored recently. He's been scoring recently, no? Two important goals, one against Bilbao, and they're really hard. There's a really tough team, Bilbao. And another one in the Copa del Rey, I think, against Sevilla. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Last, a lot of potential, no? Really, like, a lot of potential. Creates, like, it's kind of like Vinicius Jr. Creates dangerous, very skillful. I think he has a bright future. So, uh, I, I think he signed a contract with Barcelona until 2026. But there's a lot of... I don't know what he's going to do in the summer. There's People say he's going to come back to... Uh, Apparently, Barcelona wants him back. Because yeah, I, well. I think they need him. They kind of need a player like him because... Ferran Torres might not work out at the end. Uh, you never know. But Nottingham Forest is interested. Chelsea is interested. I really hope he doesn't go there. Oh and gosh. Wolves is interested. So uh, not that he should go to Wolves because they might be relegated as well. Even though they won today. Yeah. I'm very happy they beat Tottenham. Well, if he has a lot of teams interested, that's a good thing. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll but see. I think most likely he's just going to uh, go back to uh, Barcelona. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, some of the other Moroccan players, like uh, Bono is not doing so well this week. Oof. 6-1 against Atletico Madrid. And that two, hurts. three goals, I think, or at least two goals. His his mistake, but anyways. He has such a great smile. We don't care about how many yes, goals Yes, exactly. You just need a smile. <laughs> Barcelona. Valencia. Um, it One was nil. yeah embarrassing performance, really bad performance from Barcelona. Then again, they're missing so many players. But what matters is that they won, and they could potentially have a, a ten point gap. Um, it's it's a really different mindset. Like the the first half was not bad, but right after Araujo got sent off, and by the way, amazing Araujo again, really good. He had to do what he did because, because of Kunde's yeah Kunde has such a bad game. He lost the ball constantly, all the time he was losing the ball. I think he was literally the main weakness. Sergio Roberto is not great. Busquets was really good. His He's a right pass, back, right? Yeah. But no, he was playing midfield, I think. Yeah, Sergio Roberto was playing midfield. I mean, they're missing no, Gavi. No, I'm, I'm talking about Kunde. Oh, yeah, right back. But they don't have a replacement for a right back right now. Who, no, 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 if he I, doesn't play, who would play? No, no, but I don't want them to replace him because I think I, re- I really do think he's a good player. I just don't know what happened to him this game that he's not really that good. He he's the reason why they're they're they didn't do so well. And Araujo, great decision to do what he did, but then right after he got the red card, that's it. It was all downhill from there. From there, the the first half was okay. It was not special at all. Like nothing, not a great performance. Ferran Torres is obviously not great. Fati is. I don't know how many opportunities we can give him. Mm-hmm. It's it was he missed uh, uh, like something that he should have scored. He had the post, right? And then obviously Torres missed the penalty, and this is the second penalty that Barcelona misses in La Liga. I think just this year maybe because they've already missed maybe this year. Or I don't think whole... to be honest because Lewandowski is not an amazing. Penalty but he missed taker. it as well. That's what I'm saying. He's not an amazing penalty taker. Yeah. Before it was always Messi, they relied on Messi, and then when Messi left, it's like, okay, now who takes Lewandowski? Not a great penalty taker. And it was a whole shit show because Busquets came to talk to him to tell him something right before he took the penalty, so maybe he wanted to tell him, kick it a certain way, and then he got all flustered, and it was a really bad kick because you could see that right before he kicked it, he got flustered and he didn't kick it well, and it wasn't going in. Like, he hit the post, but it hit the exterior part of the post. So it was a really bad penalty. And I feel like after they lost uh, their uh, Araujo, that's it. Like, he made a bunch of changes, obviously, to have more, more defense, which which makes sense. But I think the main issue is that, or maybe it's not an issue, is that Barcelona now are they're comfortable defending. They're comfortable well, exactly, just defending and not trying to actually score. Just look at the number of games that they've won recently by 1-0. Xavi's... He's very realistic right now. He knows that he doesn't have a great uh, limitations it, offensively. Exactly. No, no. He do, he knows that he doesn't have um, he doesn't have this whole team, right? So he knows that offensively he can't do anything, 
And so he's like, okay, I but know even, my four. Even when Pedri and Gabi and everyone was playing. No, but they were much better. Like, yeah, compared. but still, like they were still. Just very... because Lewandowski was missing a lot. But now he knows his four defenders, Balde, Christensen, Araujo and Kunde, And he knows what he needs to do. He just needs to win. He just needs titles to make everyone comfortable. And that's what he did. He defended for 45 minutes almost, or like 30 minutes. Like the whole second half is just defending, defending, defending. And Valencia is just so bad that they can't score. Yeah, if you were another they, rely, team, they relied on that as well. Yeah, if you were another team, they would have won. Xavi's learning a lot from this, this, this league, from this year specifically. And I think they're going to try to do more. It wasn't a great performance from a lot of them. But what matters is that they, they won and they could extend the, the, the lead if uh, Madrid lose. You can see Xavi in his little box up there because he got a yellow card le- last time, right? And so you can just see him, like, his face, like, the, the entire second half, especially after Araujo got sent off. You just see him, like, staring wistfully oh into the pitch. Oh, God. I, I, I think he's going to yell at them. I think he's really going to. And he needs to yell at Gabi to stop taking yellow cards because Gabi isn't injured he's very feisty he needs to find a way to he's he cannot control his temper very well probably because also he's young he's a lot Pedri is so much calmer if you compare the two. Oh my god when he's obviously he's way better and he's so much calmer I think and also I think he needs to give this guy uh, what's his name Angel Alarcon He's really not bad. I think he needs to give him a little bit more play time. Yes, yes. But, I mean, honestly, they're just trying to get through this rough patch where all these players are injured. Exactly. Hopefully, they make it through relatively unscathed. And and they have been so far because yeah. they've been winning their most of their games and yeah, everything's yeah, yeah. except that, you know, Almeria, which we hope that is an anomaly. I think it's an anomaly. And they yeah. keep winning their games until more of them are feeling more, are in back in shape and can play again and they can actually score more goals uh, and consolidate their position in, in La Liga. United, Liverpool, 7 0. Karma. Karma is There's a bitch. definitely a lot of Schoidenfreuder going out, Schoidenfreud going around. I can pretty much say anyone besides United fans are over the moon right now. They Everyone's really happy. needed, or we all wanted United to eat some humble pie, and they really fucking did. It was a fantastic showing from Liverpool. Really, dis- United kind of checked out after the second goal. There is no comeback. Like we talk about the comeback team, there was no. You're gonna come back from seven nil. That I mean. No, not even from three. Not even from four. <laughs> not even from two. It was just. It was. At, it was a one-sided game. Yeah, biggest biggest loss for United in history of Premier League. They do need to be humbled because they're like, oh, we tied with Barcelona, we beat them. And Barcelona had a lot of uh, had a lot of uh, okay. Missing. You're making everything about Barcelona. No, but I'm just saying, like, because they used that. Like, uh, Ten Hag was saying, "Oh, this is the best win ever." But it's not but, just like, that; they just are on such a roll. Yeah, and in they all need, their games, and they need to realize that a big part of it, as well, or a decent part of it, is luck. And sometimes luck right. goes your way. Sometimes today luck they really, go your way. really didn't go their way. They had a huge schooling, and I think because they checked out after the second goal, they just couldn't pick up the pieces uh de- defensively it was all over the place martinez had a horrible game oh i don't know he what he was he owned yeah like salah. on a, yeah salah great game he broke the record for liverpool's highest scoring even luke shaw player. was really bad luke shaw was really, like you can see that it was all like some of the goals it was it was like chaos in yeah. the in the in the and in they managed defense. to squeak it in and yeah it's like just some goals like like the the Gapko's finish is amazing like what Salah and Gapko did in the first three goals was fantastic yeah but then after that it was like a lot of goals were chaos even like Nunez goal with the with the header the first one it was complete chaos he they shouldn't have let Elias I think it was Elias who 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 crossed they shouldn't have let him cross it was like back and forth and the mistakes in the midfield the midfield was really not great. Uh, from United, the, the the midfield was not great. Like Casimiro and Fred, they were really average today. And obviously, the biggest problem is uh, how do you pronounce his name again? Weghorst. 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 Uh, how he many? Missed a lot. Yeah. How many chances are they gonna give him to just keep missing? If you have an important game like this one, you just need to score everything you get. Every and this is a Premier League game. What if it were like a Champions League game? What if it were a Europa League yeah, game where you not. can't miss? You're playing Madrid and you just have to score everything you get. The guy keeps missing all the time. But honestly, today wasn't his fault. I mean, even if no, no, it after, wasn't his after fault. They, after they went like three 0 down or whatever, even the even Rashford even and they subbed uh, Garnacho went in and everything. It's like okay, th- there's not much that they can do at that. But they point. should have scored in the first half. Like even after two 0 like I don't know what happened to them. But I think at the end of the day, Liverpool was way better. 
the ball went sure. in so smoothly. Gapko was We got great a sense everywhere. of what Liverpool was like last last season, yes, two and, seasons and ago. And they're fun to watch. They're they great definitely to watch. Are fun to you want to root for them and the crowd are amazing. I love the crowd at Anfield. Like after the third goal, they were singing nonstop. They were chanting, we want six, we want seven, we want eight. And it's so <laughs> they much, didn't get the eight. And but. it's so much pressure because you can see that they're so close to the players. Like so close. I mean, it's Anfield, Old Trafford. Neither are easy to play at. Oh, Anfield. I think I think Anfield is particularly bad. Like the the Liverpool crowd. I'm not saying they're obnoxious, but they're obnoxious in a, in a, in a good way, in a good sense. And they like put so much pressure on you, Fernandez. Right? He was not great. He was just upset for no reason. You trying... know, he got away with something. You know, at the end, he pushed the linesman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, he got away with that. He shouldn't. Have, that it's, that's a serious. I I am super happy with the results. Congrats, Liverpool! Yes, Look at them now. I think them. I think they're they're fifth or something like that. Coming, yeah, yeah. like w- they left Chelsea as a mid mid league uh, mid table uh, team team, and now they're up fifth. They they might go to the to the Champions they League. They got it now. They're chasing that fourth place. Yeah, they're chasing that fourth place. Tottenham's not doing so well. Marinated now is gonna have some serious confidence problems. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it, th- this is this is the thing, right? You can never take anything for granted, even if you're in such a good role. And this is not erasing anything that United. Seven. This is not erasing anything United and Ten Hag have done over the past, you know, season. Yeah. It's just that these are the moments where a great team is going to come back. That's true. Right? They're not going to let this Be- knock because you down. seven's got to hurt. Of course, it hurts. Oh my God. Seven. It's like seven from Liverpool, not from a random. Your team. biggest rival, of course. It's it, like yeah. the OG Clasico, literally the Clasico before the Clasico. Right. Or in English, we would call it the classic. The classic. It'd be weird. <laughs> the classic. Okay. But anyways, yes. we're. Uh, I'm actually super happy for Liverpool. I think all everyone besides a United fan is happy. Let's just see how both teams are going to continue after this. Whether Liverpool is now going to go on a winning streak, whether United is going to get you know, really affected by this loss, this big, big loss, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how the players are going to come back from it. And yeah, it'll be very interesting to, to see. I mean, we they both have... Yeah, so Madrid. this Champions League yeah. and Europa League this week. It's, I, I hope they knock out Madrid. I mean, I maybe I haven't said it in this spot before, but I, I enjoy when Madrid loses. I'm really sorry for the Madrid fans, but I've... I am an OG Barcelona fan, so I always rejoice when Madrid. So loses. now they. So I really hope that Liverpool is gonna. If win. if they if they have this seven nil in them, oh. maybe. And then Madrid, you're just counting on Madrid having really off day. Yeah, because you just need Liverpool to have a great offense. If their offense is doing so well, then that's it. They don't even because their defense is, is shit right now, anyways, right? So if the offense is on Although a good not day, today. I mean, Trent Trent had a good day, yeah, but, but also, you know, United was so weak offensively, exactly. so you can't say too much about that. Exactly. So they just need to have a good offense, Liverpool, and they can own Madrid. I hope so. Sorry, sorry for the Madrid fans. Seven 0 great game. We're all very happy. Sorry to the United fans, but also sorry, not sorry. That ends our podcast for today. Thank you all for listening. Another fun week and weekend of soccer. Yes, if you liked it, please give us a five-star rating and we'll talk to you very soon. Bye.